Lord, help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Oh, my goodness. That's what you feel when the Spirit moves in this place. If you're new in this place, you'll, you'll feel the Spirit too. You want to dance around? You're going to dance around because God's going to fill you with that Spirit because it's, it's a good Spirit. It's a good Spirit. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. I, uh, I am going to honor my bishop because I love my bishop. I honor my bishop. I thank him. And uh, you, you may be seated. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go straight into it. But I, I honor my bishop because, uh, as most people know, because I've grown in this church more than 20 years already, being in this church body. Uh, I think a little bit longer, actually, than that. But, uh, of course, I was in the, in the time where Pastor Wallace was pastor at the time. And during that time, my, my father had passed, you know, at an early age when I was in high school. And... I didn't know how to take it, how to feel. Just there's so much things going on. And as a young person, you don't know how to really express that. And you had this person that you've grown up with that has raised you and, and, and has taught you some things, but really hasn't taught you everything because he didn't have a chance to. But then you always have an, a God fearing man that always has your covering and when you have a bishop just like bishop jackson you thank god every day for a covering because he's the one that tells you hey you need to sit down for a little bit you need to just take your time because god has more in store for you he has a you have a calling in your life you have a ministry in this and you have a ministry in that and i i thank god for for allowing bishop to be used by God to speak into my life and I thank God for that and I honor him and I appreciate everything he's done and everything he has spoken into my life and I honor my wife this morning I love you sweetheart I honor my children who are behaving because they're separate right now so which is good she's over there and he's over there so we're good and I honor them because they're going to behave because daddy can see you up from here I'm talking to you and it's okay if you misbehave, you go to Bishop's office because he's going to give you candy anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. All righty. Well, I, I, uh, Bishop had spoken to me about this, about, uh, about going, uh, speaking in, in one of those Father's Day services. And I was like, no, I don't think I'm ready. But sure, I'll go, go. I guess I'll do it. And, um, Told my wife about it, and she's like, "Oh, you gotta start praying. Gotta, you know, make sure you got everything ready." I'm like, "Yes, yes, 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 ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am." And I was like, "Yes, ma'am." So uh, I read, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is awesome." I read the scripture to my my kids every day, every night before they go to bed. So they read the Bible. They're like, "Daddy, Bible, little Bible. It's the little Bible. It's the little Bible." And because uh, I can't read in the dark with my Bible, so I have the little Bible. Yeah, it's kind of hard to read in the dark with this, you know. <clears throat> so the little Bible, and they always read the word, and I'm like, oh, man, that'll preach. I'm like, oh, that's good. Oh, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, next scripture. And then the next night, I'm like, oh, that's going to be good. I think that's what God has me to preach about. I'm like, no, no, no. And the next one, and then it's just weird how a couple of days before, God is just like changes it like that. So I'm going to read, uh, we're going to go to the book of Acts, chapter 8, verse 26 through 31. This is a very familiar story of <clears throat> regarding the, uh, Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. And uh, thank you, Lord, for, uh, thank you for honoring the word and for standing. 
I'm going to go ahead and proceed. Uh, and Acts chapter 8, verse 26 through 31, whatever you said, you can read the big Bible up there too. That's the big Bible, and this is the small Bible. Remember, small Bible, little Bible, big Bible. And the angel of the Lord, this is a King James Version, because I like the King James Version, it's truth. New King James, I don't know about that. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, go toward the south. Let me loosen this up. Lord, help me. Arise and go towards the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem into Gaza, which is desert. God, uh, and he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, uh, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. Verse 28, was returning and sitting in his chariot reading Isaiah the prophet. Isaiah, 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 same thing. Anyways, uh, the spirit said uh, unto Philip, go near and join thyself to this chariot. Verse 30, and Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, understandest thou what thou readest? And 31 said, eunuch said, he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. You can put your Bible down. I'm going to ask my bishop to please uh, pray over the word this morning, this afternoon. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your presence that's in our midst. We thank you for your manservant that's anointed to speak the counsel of your will. God, I pray that the word go forth with liberty, power, demonstration, and manifestation. God, I pray, God, from all three of the speakers, oh God, that the word that they give will fall on good ground. Let it prosper where it's sent. And God, if there be any distractions, we're asking that you take authority over any distractions. We give you the honor, the glory in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. You got a hand clap of praise to the world this morning, this afternoon. Keep thinking this morning's. Otherwise, y'all stay seated. Y'all be seated, excuse me. Um, very familiar passage. Everybody who's read this before, everybody knows about the Ethiopian eunuch. And uh, I, I just, I'd ask God, because I have a travel of 35 minutes from home to work. And that's a long time for praying. So I was like, God, you know, this is my prayer time. This is, you know, I, and then sometimes you get two lane traffic and you're just like, God, please help me. Because... <laughs> I'm really going to call your name right now because yeah, traffic is about to make me lose the Holy Ghost. Anyways, so it's a, it a lot of time for me to, to pray and ask God. And I'll say, God, I really want to know what you want me to preach. Well, teach, excuse me. Pardon me. And uh, I said, God, I said, I want you to give me the words to preach. Not because it's man's wisdom, but it's because of the wisdom you've given me. And I want, and, uh, and going back to the past Wednesdays that Bishop has been teaching is and having uh, uh, the armor bearer pre, uh, pray over as far as having understanding. And I always want that. I want understanding. I said, God, I'm not smart. <laughs> I said, I want, I want to make sure I, I understand it. I want to know it from, from you, that you would speak to me in the spirit and under, let me understand. And I want your understanding, not from any understanding just because my bishop is preaching, but because I go back to the word, reread it, and understand it and break it down to scripture. And uh, so I went back and I was reading this and I was like, oh, this is awesome. I know this story, but, you know, it's, uh, it's a very familiar story. And I just like, well, let me go ahead and break down the scriptures. This is what my bishop has taught me. Let's go back. Let's break on the scripture. So 
Right back in uh, verse, 20, uh, verse 26, and he said, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, Arise, go towards the south into the way, and go down from Jerusalem to Gaza, into, in desert, which is the desert. And if you read before in the whole uh, previous chapter, in this chapter, chapter 8, um, it's during the time where, when there's a persecution that Saul is persecuting the church. Uh, at that time, he already had consented to the to death of Stephen, and the church had split out. So now they all had split. They went to different areas. Uh, some went to Judea. Some went to Samaria. And uh, so Philip was in Samaria. He went after, uh, you know, they, they took Stephen uh, to his burial. So they went and they went out. So Philip went out to Samaria, and he's preaching. He's teaching the word of God. He's teaching Christ. He's preaching Christ unto them. And they're receiving it. They're receiving it. They're loving it. They're like, yes, this is what we need. And they continue. And, of course, you know about uh, Simon. Simon's, Simon has, is a well-known person there in Samaria. And, uh, of course, because he's another person that's been teaching sorcery, kind of bewitching the people, telling them different things. And they believe him because they are like, oh, this guy's he's the one. You know, he's, pretty, he's teaching it. He's preaching it. He's showing it and all that. So the people are kind of bewitched, bewitched by, by Simon. But then Simon, go ahead, is hearing the, the preaching of Philip. And uh, he's, he's hearing it. He's like, oh, wow, this is awesome. So he just keep going down the road. He's, he, Philip has that time where he's, he's preaching. He's teaching to the people, changing lives. Miracles are happening. Simon wants some of this. He's like, hey, give it to me. You know, I want, I'll pay you anything. You're gonna, you, know, you, can, you know, just give it to me. And, uh, of course, Philip, uh, you know, they, they, they go ahead and, you know, he's like, hey, you, you, the way you're talking, it's, it's nonsense. You're dumb. You got you to gotta get it this way. You know what I'm saying? You can't do it, you can't do it the right way. There's always the right way. And it's sometimes weird because, um, you know, we, even now in the generation, and I was reading this, was that, that Simon was so bewitching of the people that sometimes they were just like, they didn't care. They just felt the goodness of what they were getting. Like, oh, this feels good. I like it. It's making me feel good. And I was praying. I was like, you know what, God? He was like, you know what? This is what the modern day churches are feeling right now. And I said, like, hmm. And uh, he's like, look, these modern day churches are hearing, and they're like, they're, oh, yeah, they're just feeding it because they're just loving it. And it's just a drug. It's just something that's getting there. They're high for that, for that time. Yeah, I'm coming on a Sunday church, bringing my family. We're, you know, we're just going to come together and just hear the, the word, and it's going to be nice, and, and God's going to bless us, and we're not going to deal with anything. And it's, I just, God had just told me, look, this is the way our modern day, church, modern day churches are working right now. And it's not for it's not of me, but Philip did his thing while he was coming again through Samaria, and verse twenty seven. And then he the the spirit of God had spoken to him. He said, "Look, I need you to I need you to get up. I need you to go towards the south, and I need you to go towards Jerusalem into into the Gaza." And he goes, "By the way, the spirit the angel of the Lord is speaking to him. He's like, look, by the way, this is a desert." And I asked God, I said, "Wow, God," I said. What do you, I said, there's a desert. He was like, yeah. And I so went and looked up the, de- the word desert, and it means a lonesome, desolate, out-of-your-way place. And I asked God, I said, man, God, everything I'm reading is just kind of comparing to what I what's, was kind of relating to what, what's going on now. I said, God, I said, you know what? I felt so protected back here in this place, being the platform, playing music. Being back there, I was worshiping and loved it, and God gave me the talent for it. But then it just came my, it became my safe place. 
I was protected by it. I was protected by the drum cage. I was protected by the, the choir lofts and, and behind, the music, behind the instrument that I had. And I felt protected. And, I, and God's like, no, no, no. I, I need you to get you out of your, your desolate place. I need to get you, you need to go through your desert real quick. And Bishop and, and, and Pastor Ruth, and I honor Pastor Ruth as well, that, you know, we have spoken, look, this is your time. Your time is to, in your ministry, is to pursue and keep going in what God has to call for you. I could have easily said, no, God, you know what? Just like Philip. Philip could have been like, no, angel of the Lord, you know what? I'm just going to stay here. A lot of miracles and stuff are happening here. I'm doing pretty good here. I, don't, I, I feel kind of okay here. I, I'm just going to stay here and just keep preaching, keep getting people, you know, getting you know, miracles and signs and wonders happening here. I'm just going to stay here. But he said, no, no, no. He said, I need you to go through a desert. It's going to, it's going to hurt. It's going to be a little, it's going to be lonely out there. And you're going to feel by yourself. And that's kind of how I felt. And he was just like, you're going to be by yourself. But he goes, I need you, I need you to go through this desert. And in verse 27, in verse 27, he says, he arose and went and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority. And, and, and a eunuch at that time, well, for, for what the position he had, he was almost a treasure. He was an authority figure. So he had to, God had to take Philip from his, his place of comfort to a place to, through a desert where he's going to eventually, hey, I need you to talk to this person. And God's going to eventually going to take you to that place where you feel comfortable, like, yes, I feel good coming to prayers on Monday and prayers, uh, prayer, service, uh, prayer meetings on Mondays, churches on Sunday. But God says, you know what? Look, I need you to take you to the desolate place. I need to take you through this because I have more in store for you. And B- Bishop has preached about elevation, and it's going to take that. It's going to take the time where you are going to be by yourself in that desert place and say, you know what, God? I don't know what you have for me, but I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to arise and I'm going to go into the Gaza. I'm going to go through the desert because, not because I, I'm just going to go in there, but I trust in you because you said it. You spoke it. Verse 28, so he was returning and sitting in the chariot. He was speaking to the eunuch and he had charge of his, uh, the treasure of, of the, uh, Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians. Uh, verse 28, and he was returning and sitting in his chair reading I, the book of Isaiah the prophet. And the spirit said, and he commanded, he called Philip. He said, go near thyself. Go join thyself to the chariot. I put here, I put hesitation. We must follow what the spirit tells us what to do. Even if we feel out of our element. There's some time, I, after, after Easter Sunday, uh, I had a couple of coworkers that were in the break room, and they were just talking like, oh, yeah, it was great, and this and that, and uh, Jesus and the church was awesome. I heard church, and I was like, oh, let's see. I'm going to make him, I don't make coffee. I was heating up my donut. It was a good donut. I think it had sprinkles that day. I think it was, no, I was joking. No, I was listening, and I was like, oh, they're, they're talking about church. And I was like, oh, so what church do you go to? And I'm like, oh, this non-denominational church. And I'm like, oh, okay, here. It's okay. So what? So how did it go? What did y'all feel? I was like, oh, it was a great service. And I said, oh, so what do they preach on? What did they teach on? Oh, it was just Easter, and uh, the, the bunnies were coming, and they were going to relieve people and free the slaves. I don't know what they were talking about. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what, that's what was going through my mind. I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. And like, tell me what you're going to Let me just finish, just finish up so I can just tell you what about oneness here. So I'm like, so they just kept talking. I was like, you know what, God, this is a time for me to, 
to talk to some people. Get me out of my element. And, and I, I've been in this church, and I, I ministered here once in a while. I've ministered places as well. doesn't mean I have everything down perfect. I'm not perfect at all. But I am willing, yes, sir. I said, God, if you have me to speak the words that you have me speak, let me speak so these people can hear your word because, hey, I'm not the only one that's going to be just living this word. I need some other people to go with me to heaven. And I need to speak to as many people as I can to say, hey, let me teach you about Jesus. Let me touch you know about what he's done in my life that I can not only just go about life and not be afraid and be fearful about the things that are going on, but let me tell you about a God that can take away that fear because you're feeling all this whole pandemic or what happened before or what's going to happen in this recession and, oh, money's a little tight and, and my finances and it's a little scary and I don't know what to do. But let, let me tell you about, about Jesus. He's the one that's going to provide for you. He's the one that has that plan for you, that subject of discourse, because he already knows your plan. He has it already down packed. He already knows. He says, look, I'm going to make promise to you, and I'm going to take care of you. You just got to believe me, and you got to know that I'm real, and I'm going to take care of it. And we just give God the glory for that. Thank you, Jesus. I think I have almost done five more minutes. <laughs> I, I'm going to count the time again when I was sitting there. So, Ruth, you got a couple of minutes. I'm okay. I'll take care of that. No, um, I want to go back to... Uh, to and well, you know what? I'm gonna, I was going to say my whole scripture, what's the, the title, but uh, my title would be, would be uh, if some man would, would guide me. Someone would guide me. So it took, it took somebody, it took Philip to come and, 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 and talk to the eunuch, to, to him, to guide him, to tell him, hey, this is what the Bible is saying. Let me preach to you about Jesus. And this is going to my next thing, uh, my next verse. So we're going to go to 2 Timothy 2.15. And it's a very well-known scripture. Bishop always says it all the time. And I think it's a scripture that we just need to get it down packed because it's something that we as the children of God need to be ready because, again, the influx is coming. We need to be prepared. Those people are going to be asking questions. And we need to be, we need to be ready. Second Timothy uh, chapter 2, verse 15, it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God. That in itself, it's awesome. Bishop will probably preach, teach for like four weeks just on that one sentence. And I, I would listen to every word and I'd be like, wow, that's just amazing. Or just the word study. He'll be like, study. And, just, and then the Holy Ghost would just take over. I'm like, Bishop, come on. How do you do that, Bishop? Oh, my gosh. Study it means to try hard, to achieve, to endeavor, to make effort, to be earnest, not Brother Ernest. I was trying to all during my practice before studying. But it's, it said Ernest, E-A-R-N-E-S-T, my bad. So I, I kind of spent my whole time studying how to be Brother Ernest. Kept watching you the whole time in every service, bro. I didn't want to go shave, but uh, I was trying to put a plug in for Billy Galvan. He got my haircuts yesterday with my son. So I was like, I'm going to put a, a plug in for you, though. But, yeah, I was like, be earnest. And I don't have one of those exciting jobs like a doctor. I don't have an exciting job like a cop. I don't have an exciting job like other people who are like, I work in the mortgage business. Thank you, I know. Rates are high, whatever. Doesn't matter. I can talk to you about rates all day. So, yes, I'm a post-closer, which you probably don't even know what that is either. So, you're like, whatever. But... 
I, I was like, Ernest. I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw my job in this place. I said, Ernest. So has anybody purchased a home before? You used Ernest money, right? Oh, man. It's joking. Ernest money. Ernest money is a good faith deposit. So the purpose of earnest money is to tell the seller, the person that you're buying the house from, that you're serious about purchasing this home. See, that's pretty cool, right? Who knows the mortgage business can make you all crazy, right? Woo. I'm not talking about medicine or anything like that, you know, but it's cool. It's a mortgage. <laughs> but I was like, oh, because the word that, picked, that came out was earnest, you know, it was being earnest. And I was like, oh, like earnest money. But then we, I was like, oh, what's, you know, just like earnest money is just like, look, we're, we're showing somebody, hey, like, we're serious. I'm serious about this. The word study is saying, look, I'm being serious about this. You studying the word of God is telling God, hey, God, I'm serious about this word. I'm serious about this word that, you know what, I'm going to take it because it's a contract that I'm doing with you and saying, you know what, God, you put this word in my life. And you want me to teach and preach the word of God to you, to whomever you have put me in my life. I'm going to show you that I'm going to study and put and be serious about this. So I was like, yeah, that was awesome. I said, God, you put everything into place. And it says to show thyself approved unto God. And when we show, we're proving God. We're providing, we're presenting ourselves as, 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 uh, Approve unto God. Not, we're, we're studying and showing ourselves, but we're showing ourselves approved of God. We're not trying to show approved to man. We're not trying to show approved to my God preaches the word. And if he says it because it comes from this Bible right here, that's all I need. I'm not going to be approved by anybody else. I don't need approval from you. I don't need approval from, from my family, from my friends, from anybody else because I know and I show myself and I study and show myself approved of God because I'm not looking for approval from man. I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I, those things may come once in a while because I'm going to stir some things up because I'm going to be bold about it. And I, I, I just don't like it. I don't like it. And sometimes you, you, under, you always wonder, like, you hear all these people and friends, and you can sit down. You can take a seat real quick. I'm, I'm almost done. You can sit, and you can, you can see all these people that you see on Facebook, and you're just like, why are you leaving this? Why are you, are you going this route? Is there something that you really was so more important than God's will for your life? Just because you want approval of somebody else, all because maybe because you got a new degree now and that you're making all this bukus of money that, hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person now. I'm a, I'm a bigger person now. God can use me just like any homeless person that's down the street that he would go and say, you know what? If you're not going to preach my word, this guy right here that's been strung out on drugs, that has been drinking all his life, that doesn't know what to do, that he's saying, you know what, God, I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't have a place to stay. I'm all hanged up on drugs and, and, and drinking alcohol. He goes, but God, if you are real, show me how you're real. And God can use that person. If, he's not, if you're not going to step up forward, God will use that person. And all of a sudden, that elevation will rise up. I just want to say that, man, study and show yourself approved by God. Don't care about what anybody else says. 
I want my family, I want my children to know that I study and I show approval of God because they see it in me. And they show that I have faith in God that he's going to take care of me because he's spoken in his word. God bless you all.